Back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And we're going old school today. San Diego Comic-Con happened a weekend or two ago. I can't exactly remember when. It's all a blur. But uh, we got a pant load of trailers and Comic-Con news and random stuff to dissect. So we're going to try to get to as much as much of it as we can. Uh, joining me today, Kevin Miller. How's it going, Kevin? Not too bad. Comic-Con happens somewhere in the continuum. Time is a flat circle. That's absolutely true. Uh, also here is KB. How's it going, Kyle? Shazam! Yeah, that did work. We will be talking about that one. And also joining us today, uh, rounding out our square circle, is uh, Mike Leapock. How's it going, Mike? Going well. Thanks for having me. All right. Good to have you back. It's been a while for Mike. Uh, yeah, I, I, as I keep on not watching movies yeah, on time. <laughs> I can't remember the last time you were on. Good sir. I can only guess Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah, no, uh, that, no, it's been since then. No, you, but, like, you were on for some Star Wars something or other. Had, oh, had, you was on for our uh, Simpsons Halloween episode, too. Yeah, yeah and, and, well, and I did the, the Spider-Man 3 thing. Yeah, that's true. You were on for episode 200. That might have been and the last one. I seem to remember, I, I, honestly, though, I think the last, like, three times I've been on, we have this conversation of, when was the last time you were on? I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, and we all, it's because you're the only one where we really have to think about it, to be honest, Lee Fuck. It's <laughs> a more frequent guest star than we remember. Yeah. So, yeah, it's because we no Game of Thrones this year, right? So we don't didn't have weekly Lee Pock, uh visits. Um, but Mike, since you have not been on in a while, I'm going to let you bat lead off here. Uh, we've got a buttload of trailers and other nonsense to talk about from Comic-Con. I'm going to let you go ahead and pick what you category you would like to talk about first. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's start out with Venom. Okay. All right. That dropped today, actually, of all, of all things. Uh, well, the new yeah. trailer, the, the, the first trailer dropped a couple weeks before comic-con and then the new one dropped uh earlier this morning actually um pretty in depth we got a lot more venom shots in in, in this trailer um yeah well, go go ahead give us your take on uh on on, on venom featuring Tom well, Hardy. it's pretty funny because there seemed to be some serious backpedaling from the first trailer because the first trailer uh, was almost like the movie was like a psychological thriller and not an action hero movie. And they had that terrible tagline. What was it? Let your, or embrace your inner anti-hero. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah. So anyway, they improved on a couple of things overall, like venom looks right. Like he looked like the, the special effects look pretty fucking sick. Some of those lines are, Oh my God. And Tom Hardy apparently is doing what like some sort of elmer fudd impersonation the entire movie um but i don't know it's it looks like it looks fun because like (laughs) the um the really cringe movie or the really cringy moments with venom are a lot of stuff that came straight out of the comics so it seems to be they're at least uh embracing the source material which may or may not be a good thing um but you know i'll go see it yeah, I'm really curious how they, pardon the pun, spin this web, quite frankly, because 
I mean, they they seem to be going with the Agent Venom stuff, which, to be perfectly honest, I didn't really read any of that. But like in the comic books, basically Flash Thompson gets a hold of the Venom suit, but like it doesn't like he's still able to be a hero with it. Not like Eddie Brock, where it was constantly like, "What side am I gonna be on? Who knows?" Right? And then right. Like, yeah, Flash Thompson was actually kind of a hero with the Venom suit on. And it seems like they're kind of stealing from Agent Venom, but with Eddie Brock. Yeah, and, but he does yeah. seem to still be going around eating people. Yeah. Which <laughs> is, you know, that, I don't think Flash Thompson did any of that. No, that's true. Yeah, it, it certainly looks like there, there, there's going to be some, some eating and whatnot, hopefully. I think well. really the trailer is more, it's possibly more misleading than anything else. Because, like, I think it was, like, his first or second line in the trailer was clearly cut together from four different lines and really mm-hmm. poorly. Like, it was, like, a word here, a word there, another word there, like, with, like, different stuff going on in the background. So it was, like, not a really well-edited line. Like, when he was talking about the stuff that he found for the government or whatever, like, all that stuff was, uh, it was really weirdly chopped together. It, a lot of the trailer seems to be trying to i don't know it who knows what that movie is actually going to look like and what it's actually going to be it may be a lot of fun it may actually be decent it also may be a fucking pile that trailer looked like a spawn trailer like when i saw that trailer i spawn screamed at me that's what i thought i thought somewhere between spawn and uh do you remember a 2010 ea game called prototype oh yes prototype yeah yeah i I can't believe i forgot to mention that yes very much looked like prototype right down to its grim dark protagonist and a hoodie (laughs) yeah now i fucking love prototype not for the plot because i could run around it's a fun game but you don't sympathize with that guy at all (laughs) i could pick up a bus and throw it at a helicopter that was fun you kill hundreds of thousands of people for no real good reason. <laughs> you can grab some random bystander, run yeah, up to the like, top of the Empire yeah. State Building, and just throw. Just throw them at a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, throw them at a helicopter. It, it seems convoluted. Like His motivation seems to be, okay, he's been experimented on by the government, and they're going to try and either free or destroy the, symbiote, the other symbiotes the government has, but then he also has time to go around and be some sort of funny anti-hero type character i don't like i don't see how that fits in well that's what i mean by that it was it was really misleading because it's almost like you just don't know what is actually going on yeah and like you didn't didn't really get any of his motivation and that ceo i think guy seemed to be the main villain and he sounds in the trailer at least like to be a horrendous actor <laughs> like the lines he delivered were just horrible so i i don't know it looked it looks it was shaky to me and it yeah. looked like spawn yeah the the few action scenes that we got clips of in the trailer i mean that and i agree with what mike's saying like there is a lot of room i can see with these special effects to have some really interesting sort of combat or or fight scenes where you know you know eddie brock's doing one thing but the suit's doing another and they can kind of act together or independently of each other as necessary um and you can do some really interesting stuff with that um but then when there's a you know a, a like a scene at the end of the trailer where it's just Venom talking to a mugger or a, 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 a robber at a convenience store about all the different parts of him that he's going to eat and then, you know, Eddie Brock delivers a glib line after 
the hell is this, the tone of this movie going to be? <laughs> like, that's not funny to me. It's it's not, you know, it's 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 Venom being super grimdark and Eddie trying to be like, shrug, what are you going to do? This guy, her. <laughs> like, it just seems ridiculous. I, I'm, I As of right now, I'm kind of curious about the action scenes, but I have no interest in seeing this movie. It's it's really weird. Two things stand out for me for this trailer. One, I don't know what the hell this movie's about. It just seems to be like we've got the Venom suit. He's coming, and it looks cool this time. It's not, you know, Topher Grace. Yeah, um, yeah. Venom colon Venom's in this one. Yeah, and then the other. This the, is Venom colon all the Venoms. Yeah, obviously and, all the other guys who also have the symbiote suits. Too exactly. many Spider Man. And that's and, yeah, exactly and to, too many Spider Man. Yeah, and, and to, to harp on that is is Scott Hayes. There was the one scene where you see Scott Hayes like behind a glass case of some sort, and he gets attacked by a symbiote, and he has like long hillbilly looking hair, and I'm just like, is he supposed to be Cletus Cassidy? Like, is is, is are they no. uh, uh, experimenting on him? Like, a, is... he, he's Riot. Um, actually, so yeah. this basically been revealed Cletus Cassidy is going to be revealed in an after credit scene to oh, be with okay. Wilson. I didn't know that cuz like I'm looking at the IMDb right now and Scott Hayes his character is call is it says Scott Hayes dot 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 and in brackets rumored <laughs> it doesn't even like it's, <laughs> it's literally all it says it doesn't say He's rumored to not have his cut after the disaster my nemesis the ellipses <laughs> yeah exactly it was just like oh man that's crazy um yeah, um, so Venom, uh, we, we, we are tentatively, tentatively looking forward to Venom later on, because this one comes out in, like, November, right? So we'll, we'll probably definitely go see oh, this Is it that soon? I think so, I'm fairly certain it's, uh, Yeah, well, oh, they got some time for, I don't know, yeah. re- I Yeah, part of me is like, there's no way I'm going to see this movie, and another part of me is like, well, there's no more Marvel movies this year. <laughs> yeah, October, it's, it's, it's out early October. Um... A real Marvel movie, right? Because it's Sony. Yeah. If you've read this podcast before, you or heard this podcast before, I should say, you 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 know of this little thing that we have called the Medellin Corollary. Um. And I'll explain what that is because you should always explain. Uh, like you should treat every podcast like it's somebody's first. Um, if you ever saw season four of Entourage, that means that you know you can cut a you can take the shittiest, crappiest movie that has ever existed, and as long as you have a tremendous editor somebody can cut a fantastic trailer for even the crappiest movie that has ever existed. Yeah. Um, if your movie has two good minutes of footage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great examples of this are uh, the whale, the, where the wild things are trailer, I think is, I think is a really good example of that. And obviously uh, the Phantom Menace uh, 2001, one of the greatest trailers of all time and one of the worst films of all time. Suicide Squad, I think, is another one where they had one of the... Yeah, I would say Suicide Squad in the uh, second Batman vs. Superman trailer. Yeah, like, I needed water after that. that, I saw that that Suicide Squad trailer dropped at, like, midnight on on Twitter, and I needed to watch it, like, 19 times, and I needed, like, water after each time, because I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be so great. Also, the last last Godzilla movie, the original teaser trailer, they made it look fucking amazing. (laughs) Judge Dredd, too. Like, Judge Dredd, had had some really good although like the the remake Judge Dredd Dredd was, was actually was good a, that was just yeah. real, that was more marketing than uh, uh like a marketing disaster than anything else um so leapock having picked venom um would you say we should be on a medellin corollary alert for this film oh yeah you, you think and so that's, and that's how, how, though the trailer was garbage 
Yeah, you know, I just, that's the thing. <laughs> you know what? The trailer wasn't that good, but it could be. I think the movie could be so much worse. Like the only you good thing I have to say about this movie is the, what I'm expecting, based on like four seconds from the trailer. <laughs> like something that might not be real, but could happen based on what I did see in the trailer. Yeah. Like me trying to find a silver lining to that trailer. <laughs> well, here's the silver lining. Here, here, here's the thing that, that just baffles me about this whole Venom experience. When was the last time Tom Hardy chose to be in a shit movie? Uh, right? Like, and, and there, your yeah, silence says it all. Your silence says it all. When was the last time Tom... And, and not only that... He, he, was, in a, he wasn't... That Star Trek movie he was in wasn't very good. Yeah, but it wasn't trash right like it, it was it, also like fucking like 12 years ago or something true, right yeah like it, was he in like insurrection or something wait hold on nemesis that movie was garbage yeah nemesis yeah nemesis was <laughs> yeah that's right yeah so yeah when tom hardy was like 19 i yeah. guess he just in a terrible true yeah when he was when he was still cutting his teeth i'm not sure if that exactly qualifies but uh yeah um yeah that's not really oh god that was 2002 yeah oh so, yeah that's that's the one thing that just baffles me about this whole Venom experience. Like I don't know what to make of it. I'm just like, oh my god, Tom Hardy's playing Eddie Brock, and he's like that. Yeah, oh, that that's man. actually the biggest thing. Like one of the big draws for me is like, I like Tom Hardy, and I like seeing him do silly things with. Well, okay, this I'm not entirely sold on this particular accent he's chosen for Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. but you know, I I don't know. I think he's done a lot of really really great things, and I kind of want to see what he. Hopefully that he can do with this, even if he's, you know, handed a steaming pile of shit, whether whether or not he can polish that turd. It will be a very bad movie. Oh, you. (laughs) And that's another thing. Tom Hardy, yet, like, not only has he not chosen to do a bad movie in God knows how long, he hasn't chose to do a bad movie where his face is covered for half of that entire flick, right? With, like, Bane and... Looking at his... Looking at his IMDb, yeah. the last, I think, real bad movie he is credited of being in is Sucker Punch in 2008. Yeah, I suppose. Which, mm. And he was even good in Sucker Punch. So, like, he was uh, even good in crap like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, like, I, I'd say, like, if we were to have, like, a color scheme for the Medellin Corollary, this one would be at, like, a yellow, I think. For I'm, I'm at, like, a yellow for Venom. I'm not on high alert for, for the... For the Venom trailer, but I'm interested to see how how this goes. Uh, KB, why don't you go ahead and pick the next one you'd like to talk about? I am going to pick Godzilla. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is okay. Fuck everything else. Mothra was in this goddamn flame. <laughs> like they had the, just that two seconds of Mothra like spreading his wings, and I was just like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, um. I mean that 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 the the first one of this Godzilla franchise, I guess it's, it's, let's, it's supposed let's to be. Let's see. Let's call now. it what it was. It was a cock tease. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually said that during the movie. The first time you see Godzilla is he comes up and you close the door, and I, I literally said in the movie theater, "Fucking cock tease." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was um, not enough Godzilla, and it's it was like it was the class it was the classic mistake of we're gonna follow the human characters, and they're like, no. And then everyone complained, including me. After why you have so like at such a huge depth of care of giant, awesome monsters. Why did you make two new ones that no one cares about? Why 
you could have used Mothra, you could have used Rodan, King Ghidorah, which all showed up in this trailer, and what I've, from what I've heard, there's going to be more. Which leads me to think there's too many cooks. Because when you look at all of the actors and actresses in this movie, my god! How are they all going to have screen time? Yeah, because it was like, there's a lot of... Hopefully they won't. Yeah, because there's like a lot of Millie Bobby Brown. (laughs) Exactly, and that's... Yeah. Kyle Chandler, Sally Hawkins, uh, Charles Dance, who's lying in the... How much money do you think he got paid just to say that one line? Long live the king, yeah. Friggin' Tywin Lannister, right? Yeah. And, and And yeah. Jeez. So you've got the story that it seems to be Millie Bobby Brown and her, her parents in this, like, state of family unrest. And that's going to be one storyline, which, one, I don't care. Show me giant monsters. Ken Watanabe's back in it. He really didn't do much in the first one. He's probably not going to do much in this one. Let He's just... Fight. <laughs> he had the only good moment of the yeah. first movie, which is like, yeah. some fight. Yeah. And it... My only issue I have here is the same issue we talked about with Avengers. I don't know how they're going to do all of these characters at once. And if they do something like Avengers, where they don't give you 20 hours of backstory for each, and they get to the, right to the nitty-gritty, I'll be okay with that. And it's, I, I understand... My only issue is Godzilla hasn't really been the antagonist yet. He's been the helpful Godzilla in the first one, and it looks like he's teaming up with the humans again in the second one. It looks like Mothra's teaming up with the humans as well. I really hope that they set aside 15 minutes at the start of the movie for the humans, and they just fucking kill them all off, and let's have some monsters battling this shit out. That's all I want. I don't want to see... Bobby Brown crying, and oh, my sibling's dead, or my parents are burst. And then they have a huge cliche line of, you're the monster in the monster movie, which is, ugh. The humans but, are the real monsters. Yeah, well, they say they see that, that too. Oh, we're the parasite. And there's like a. It turns out it's so, a... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like when you. When you look at the old Godzilla movies, which are classics and horrible but awesome at the same time, you don't get much human interaction. You get the uh, Mechagodzilla versus Godzilla. Uh, you get Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. All that other junk. Well, this is only, like the thing is, is that they're the the problem is that they're they're missing the point of the original God. Like the original Godzilla was that Godzilla was woken up uh, there's different versions of it but he's either woken up or created by man as part of the nuclear bomb testing back in the 40s yeah he gets up and it's it's supposed to be not a villain or a hero like he's a villain in the way the same way that a storm is a villain like he's a force of nature that shows up and smacks humans around for their hubris but the first one wasn't about that really godzilla came up and saved everyone and this one it's like you know, human mankind is getting smacked down for its hubris, but they're fighting a big cloud, which is dumb. Just make it Godzilla. Make it blow up stuff. Well, it, the cloud is Rodan. Uh, he's creating that storm cloud, and Rodan and Ghidorah can create create storms. So they, it's like almost literal that they're a force of nature. And right. they have done uh, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters, which is just Godzilla fighting everyone 
which, you know, is awesome. But, again, the issue with the more Americanized versions of Godzilla is human characters. And what's what's Godzilla's motivation? He's a fucking giant monster, and he blows shit up. That's his motivation. That's all we need. I don't need to know any other things. That's my only problem with this movie that I can see right now is there's too much human. Not enough Godzilla and monsters and all this other junk. And I get some people want... They think they need a story, and they need a reason why. The reason why people love these movies is because there was no real reason why. And I think they're missing the point just a little bit, but it still looks awesome. Yeah, I, it's Godzilla. I'm definitely going to go see it. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with Mike on that one. Mothra, too, my all-time favorite. Um, so I'm just like, for me... I mean, we had Venom at, like, a yellow alert. I would say that I'm at, like, an orange alert on the Medellin corollary scale for Godzilla. Because that was a pretty good trailer, and it was cut so perfectly. Like, it had the, you know, long live the king from Charles Daniels. And we saw Thomas Middleditch. And we yeah, saw Yeah, but Coach it has Taylor. a serious risk of way too many people in it. Yeah, it's true. That's the thing. Like, Tom Middleditch, friggin' Coach Taylor, Millie Bobby Brown seems like she's going to get a lot of screen time. Cause they're saw really Victor Garber for half a second. <laughs> yeah, Victor Garber was there. It was just like, oh, there's, there's a lot going on right and it's just like we don't need this many people it's like in the super bloated movie right we we, we need to see like mothra and godzilla fighting rodan and whatnot right like it's yeah so i i don't know i'm at like an orange for 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 godzilla uh miller why don't you go ahead and pick the next uh trailer you'd like to talk about from comic-con 2000 Gentlemen, it's time we talked about Aquaman. Okay. Um, <laughs> let the me just... only totally animated movie in this life. <laughs> yeah. um, red alert for, for Aquaman on this one. A, 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 a red, a high, <laughs> like a, 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 a friggin' like so red it's probably a maroon alert. All right, now I'm going to argue with you on this, Matt, because I think for that uh, alert to be high is that it has to be a good trailer. <laughs> I think it was a good trailer, though. I, I loved love this trailer. This yeah. trailer was awesome. I completely agree with KB. I got super hyped in the same way I got super hyped for the second BVS trailer and the same way I got super hyped for Suicide really? Squad after that one. Not, uh, but probably at, like, the 80% range of those, of oh. those ones, because... Uh, but don't get me wrong it was it was among the better of the list that we went through for tonight's yeah. podcast but that's a low freaking bar for me i don't know fair enough well that's you're saying that having you're saying that having now seen those movies you're not you're not remembering maybe like because i remember seeing the second bbs trailer wait, and going wait like, wait wait sorry i gotta i gotta i gotta say something you think this is high on the list and these trailers were we uh, these trailers are gonna review did you watch I, all of them I watched you, all of them, yeah, and I, I was dad? impressed with most of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Who pissed in your cornflakes this yeah. morning? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know man. Yeah. I'm just going to have to say, I agree with Miller. I thought I thought the trailer was fucking terrible. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. So we got a little no love, there's, there's no love. There's got to be no love for Black Manta between you two then, because, my God. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, there isn't. You're right. Yeah, like, yeah no, I, like I, he was there I, I, in the... I, I, in, because he was there in the freaking like that's the thing that was the thing for the trailer for me it was like Black Manta was there in the actual fucking like stupid yeah. ass comic book suit and I'm like God it's so awesome and he was shooting, shooting, la shooting lasers out of his yeah, eyes fucking shit up exactly. I was 
like, Woo! here's the benefit for me, at least when it comes to sort of comparing all these trailers. It was for the most part, I mean, like between like, you know, uh, Aquaman, Venom, you know, Teen Titans, Shazam, like, I know very little about most of these properties, so it's not like I'm coming at them from a, oh, you know, this character showed up and now I'm, you know, having my sort of big fanboy reaction to it. Like, I don't care. Uh, That that much doesn't get to me. And I'm not saying that you guys are wrong for for saying that you're fans of this stuff. Don't get me wrong. You know, if there's something there for you, then that's awesome. And I, you know, I like Captain Marvel, for example, so that trailer did a bit more for me. But, uh, you know, I don't know who Black Manta is, so that was lost on me. That's my disclaimer. <laughs> Have you not watched Young Justice? No, I've only the first season. Oh, my God, man. Ugh. Yeah. All right, the only, my only issue with this trailer, sorry, is the origin story. I don't want it. I don't need it. Well, Why? We, you, we need it for Aquaman, though, man. It's like, I'm so... Why? Right. Nobody gotta... fucking knows who Aquaman is. Yeah, like, who yeah. cares? Like, no, who cares? No, who completely... cares? They're probably the people who actually want people to go see their fucking movie. Yeah, completely disagree <laughs> so on that. They already saw, they already saw Justice League movie where Aquaman, Aquaman was in it. Why do they need us... They already know who he is. that movie? No, They must have. They made someone. <laughs> no, I got I I disagree with that, KB. Now the 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 thing will be if they spend a half an hour doing the origin story for me, that be that be yeah, a bit that's... much. But like, oh, there will. You think this isn't going to be a two and a half hour movie? <laughs> well, I think it'll be two. I don't think it needs to be well, two and a half. But like you can, you I, can. I don't think spend, it needs to be. Spend, I think it's going to be. You want to spend two and a half hours? Okay, two and a half hours. You want to spend half an hour when you have to get through his brother and Black Manta? No yeah. way. Fifteen minutes max. Fifteen minutes max. Yeah, let me see if we got a. We hey, your lips to God's ear, KB. I I'm with you. I just don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't have. There's there's no uh, current. We don't have a current runtime yet for uh, for Aquaman. Um, but like, yeah, this is not like Aquaman. Here is not. I realize he's like an old school character, and he was in the Super Friends and whatnot, and people sort of know his thing. But this is not a Spider-Man homecoming scenario where it's like if they even touch Uncle Ben dying go fuck yourself because like Spider-Man like don't waste time doing the with great power comes great responsibility garbage just have Tom Holland be fucking Spider-Man which is what they did in homecoming and it was it it made that movie infinitesimally better because they did not spin that web again I'm going to use that pun for the second time on this podcast but it, it just it, it's completely you. You have to go through Aquaman's origin, and thank God they're doing the Jeff Johns uh, version where it's you know like the Queen of Atlanta. Like it looks like Nicole Kidman well, playing he, Queen Atlanta. And, if you're and, gonna, if you're gonna pick someone's Aquaman, you pick the one who saved him, right? Exactly. Yeah, you you absolutely pick Jeff Johns, which we have seen because like you get all the cool shots of him like riding like a fucking looks like a megalodon or something of that ilk and like eating other. Not, you know, and like eating ships that have come to destroy Atlantis, and then I really like that kid thing where they were like, you know, the, the he was getting bullied, and then the shark was like, "Go fuck yourself, leave him alone." I was like, "Yeah, Ooh, I, literally I the Harry Potter origin story." Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was it was fun, but like, and they even threw a little. Now, I, I honestly, this is gonna sound dumb, but I hope that this feels more like the an MCU movie than 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 a DC movie, and the the trailer, which is why I'm on high, like you know, red alert on the Medellin corollary scale, they really tried to make it look like an MCU flick because it was Aquaman was being serious, but at the same time he was cracking jokes. Like, 
like for some reason him and Queen Mira are in the desert, and I'm interested to see how that where that goes. And then she jumps out of the plane, and he's like redheads, huh? And then jumps out, and it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> like it's Aquaman. He's a ridiculous character. Like he can be serious and all, but he doesn't have to be like super DC dark guy. Even though like it, that is like like Justice League Aquaman, where he had his like he had to cut his own fucking hand off to save his his. Uh, his newborn son and stuff like that. Like, we don't need to go that dark with it, but, like, maybe we can in the future. But, yeah, it just... It seems like they're, they've decided to start having fucking fun. And I'm also down for a world where... Uh, like, I really want Aquaman to succeed because I, I, I'm down for him. We'll get to Shazam as well because I want Shazam to succeed because I'm, I'm really into the idea of Warner Brothers realizing... Like, if, if these single movies come out where they get to, you know, where it's just one character and they spend spend the time building the story of their, their individual characters, like with Wonder Woman, although, you know, Wonder Woman does kind of fall apart a little bit in the third act, but it's 95% a good movie. If Aquaman does the same thing, then maybe they slow the fuck down on being like, hey, we need three Joker origin movies. Hey, we need, you know, like, we need them to always be teaming up and well, doing this other nonsense. And it's just like... We like all- yeah. We all knew that them playing catch-up was the problem from the beginning. True. And it seems like now they're like, okay, everyone's mad at us, so why don't we slow it down, give some other characters some screen time, let them all have their little singular movies, and then we can bring them together. Yeah, Which if, if, is what they should have done from the beginning, but what can you do? If Aquaman can bring some pathos and character development to a guy who basically showed up out of nowhere in, uh, you know, in Justice League and was sort of a douchebag, bogan, you know, Australian surfer bro, like, you know, I, I, had, I had nothing, no sympathy for that character whatsoever. If they can put something onto that, then that's, you know, that's a good thing. I just watched a trailer that was like 95% CG and didn't really care that much, you know? Yeah. yeah. As someone who, who, like, I'm very unfamiliar with with Aquaman and, you know, the crap behind him. I Black Manta, I know the name, but past that, I don't have any care for the characters at all. That was an insanely generic trailer. Like, yeah. nothing about that made me want to watch the movie. You know, there was not a single sequence in the entire, other than... Uh, oh, the one where he dives off the boat holding the light into like the ocean full of monsters and you have the reflection of all that. That looked kind of cool. But the rest of it was just like over the top, like prequel Star Wars trilogy level of brightness, kind of like over the top levels of stimulation. Yeah, and it's so dense. Every frame is so dense. Yeah, and cheesy, cheesy one liners, overly dense effects. And just, I don't, just, I've seen this movie before. Uh, they've made this movie before. And also, I, the, the, the episode one comparisons are too easy because Atlantis kind of looks like the Gungan City, just saying. That's a cheap shot, trailer, I'm sorry. The first time I watched the trailer was on, on my phone, um, just quickly trying to watch it while I was on the way to work today. And then uh, finally when I got back, I actually watched it on the screen, and I was like, oh my god, every shot, his hair is going, like, doing a fucking, like, water dance. I'm like, it's so CG. It's... Ugh, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just completely uninterested by that. Uh, I mean, I maybe I am. I, I like I said, I am on high. I have it on red. I have the Medellin corollary alert on red for the Aquaman trailer because we we've seen the DCEU fail more often than not in the past, and 
Yeah, I'm just worried. James Wan's been talking a big game though, so hopefully he delivers. That's 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 what I'll say. I, 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 you think director's gonna badmouth his own movie? True, but I mean like. <laughs> by 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 talking a big game, I mean like when when people criticize like st- certain things from Justice League, like them talking in like water bubbles and stuff like that underwater. You know, he would clap back with, "Yeah, there ain't gonna be no stupid ass water bubble speech bubbles in my movie, right?" And, and... Yeah, everyone's just gonna be able to talk fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's well, uh... it is actually magic. They're Atlanteans. They have Atlantean magic. So. Yeah. Suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Dolph Lundgren's in this movie. Mike. Yeah. And fucking Dolph Lundgren's in this movie, so screw you all. I hope Aquaman's awesome. That's all I gotta say. Speaking of Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a great segue. Speaking of Dolph Lundgren. Creed 2! Holy shit! I, okay, like, I mentioned how... This is another one of those trailers where, like, the second I watched it, I was like, oh, water! I need water! I'm so happy! <laughs> like, it's just, oh, oh, God, I know we're, like, a, we're, we're a month late on, on, on this one, but holy fuck, that Creed 2 trailer. Like, I was already in the bag because I fucking love, you know, most of the Rocky movies, and, and Creed was, a, was an absolute delight if you like that franchise, but... Like, it's been rumored for so long that he was going to fight Drago's kid in... in Creed 2, and then when it happened, you know, like, it's just the way it framed it, where the kid, the guy, like, turned around, and, and it just said Drago on the back of the fucking robe. I was just like, oh, yes! Oh, God, we've got, like, and just, like, not to spoil it or anything like that, but Craig and I have some super plans for, for when, when fucking Creed 2 comes out. I am, I, like, Fuck all these other movies. I love these comic book movies, but I uh, the most anticipated movie for the rest of 2018 for me is Creed 2. I don't know. That's, that's... I mm. do not like the Rocky movies. I have not watched. I have not watched Creed. This trailer looks awesome. I would go see this movie. It looks good. Uh, I, I know I've it. watched most, if not all, of the Creed. Uh, of the Rocky movies. I've watched the dumb one where he gets in the street fight. Yeah, well, Rocky I've Five is not great. What? Sue me for what? Although, like, uh, Rocky Five's not great, but it did introduce the, great, the greatest one-liner character of all time in George Washington Duke, who was their Don King parody. And, so. I mean, Stallone in this one, the only line, he, one of the lines he had in the trailer was, when you're in the ring, there's rules. When you're out in the real world, ain't no rules. And like, dude, there's laws and stuff. That's rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't. Fucking escape I, I think, <laughs> I, I know. I think. I think Stallone needs to retire. I think if they kill him off, like they had to kill off Mickey, it might be good for character development or for the next movie or something. But I just, he needs to go away. Blasphemy! Blasphemy! Absolute blasphemer. Okay. I should throw you off this podcast, KB, for that. <laughs> blasphemer. Um, I was I, I was going to preface most of my comments by we're probably not going to be friends again after this. <laughs> I have a quick nonsense question. Go ahead. Are there five Rocky movies? Uh, six. Yeah, seven if you count Creed. Okay, so is, is Creed Adrian's Revenge? The sixth <laughs> one's premise is that uh, the newest 
uh, most touted boxer. Uh, they put him in a simulator-style thing with uh, yeah. Rocky as in his prime, and they think they're like Rocky would win, and then he they end up, you know, actually fighting in like a Randy Couture-style yeah. thing. Rocky six, and then worse than Rocky five, in my opinion. Yeah. Rocky, oh, Rocky. yeah. Because Rocky Six wasn't even called Rocky Six. It was just called Rocky Balboa. And that was... Oh, uh, yes, that's Yeah, right. one of the reboots. And, and Rocky Balboa is is one of... I, I think the worst of the Rocky franchise. I think it's worse than, than Rocky Five, Which Rocky, which is saying something, because Rocky Five is an absolute trash film. But like I said, you have George Washington Duke gave some of the greatest like one-liners in movie history. And that, like, touch me and I'll sue. Touch me and I'll sue. And there's all like it's just, but yeah, Rocky Rocky Balboa is the worst. And then Creed, honestly, might be in terms of actually being a movie, might be the second best of the franchise, other than the original. Which, and of course, the original was made in the seventies, so it's a little fucking slow by today's standards. But I mean, Rocky went the distance, man. That's the whole fucking yeah. point, right? Like, well, uh, I never saw the first Creed. Watching yeah. this trailer for the second one makes me want to go back and watch it, especially knowing what yeah. Michael B. Can do. Yeah, yeah was, it's actually a pretty good movie. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed Creed. I'm not a big fan of the Rock movies. I watched. Yeah, neither am I, and that's why I kind of skipped over Creed. But now I now I think I should go back. You absolutely yeah, should, because there's it, like the best moment in that film, like, and there and it's a f- movie filled with great moments. And fucking Ryan Coogler directed it, right? Like that was him cutting, it, like making his debut, right? And right before he got Black Panther and all that that other stuff he's about to get, and he deserves every everything he's about to get. He's fucking awesome. Um, but like the, the, the moment when, like I saw this in the theater by myself, Creed did, cause I was like waiting, Carly was at work and I didn't have something. So I was like, I'll go fucking see Creed by myself. And the scene when Rocky's music hits in the final fight, Lee, uh, Miller, I, I honestly nearly cried. I nearly teared. It was so <laughs> fucking perfectly executed the way, the way, like when, the bell rings and then it just went dun da da dun da da dun da da dun and I was just like, Oh my god, so this is so good. Yeah, it was just oh god, it was so good. Creed is, is fucking brilliant. So yeah. So I was looking at the uh uh just reading the IMDB pages of a few of these things and I just have to, I've never seen Rocky Balboa. But the guy he fights, the reigning heavyweight champ, his name is Mason the Line Dixon. Yeah. And, and oh like, my god! And he was a dude, and like the like the Rocky Balboa, the pre- yeah, the premise is so bad. It's like he's like the the, the champion in his prime, so he's like in his like mid to late twenties in the, in his physical prime, and they run some computer simulation saying, "Hey, Rocky in his prime would have beat you." And then they're like, "Well, the only way to settle this is to have sixty year old Rocky come out yeah, of retirement to, to beat this old man and fight me <laughs> and fight me for real, right?" God, it was such a bad film. And the only way for me to settle spoiler, this is senior abuse. Yeah. Spoiler! Spoiler alert. Rocky loses. Yeah. Right. But he <laughs> but one one judge one judge gives him a round yeah. and he's he was walking out of the ring like I won. You're like, no, you didn't. Someone was sympathetic for you and hated the hated the champion because boxing's corrupt and you got a round out of it. Yeah, it's terrible. Um yeah, so really looking forward to Creed two, uh, on the crossover podcast and and rest assured, Craig Needles and I have got some special plans for this podcast for uh for Creed two. Um, all right, Lee Puck, where, where are we heading next? Uh, you know what? Let's just go on to the movie that I'm actually most uh, looking forward to, based on the trailers, is uh, Glass. Okay. Um, I, 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 I like this trailer, but th- th- here's what I'll say. People on the internet are weirdly, weirdly, to me, 
looking forward to this M. Night Shyamalan verse based on him making Split, which was a fun film, but was not like an all-timer that we're going to be talking about for the rest of our lives and really didn't really hinge on his writing or directing. It was all James McAvoy's tremendous fucking performance, right? Yeah. And people are weirdly juiced for this M. Night Shyamalan thing based off of how fun Split was, completely ignoring the previous, like, decade and a half of (laughs) of his work. So I am tentatively excited for Glass, but I I don't know. Like, what say you? Because, like, I am really dumbfounded by the level of excitement that people have for Glass. I think so. I, I I like Split. I thought oh, I it was. Too, yeah. I I like. I didn't love it, but I did like it. Mm. But I think I again probably mostly due to James McAvoy. I liked Unbreakable. I thought it was really good. Not the best movie ever, but I thought it was quite strong and had it took a really really interesting take on it. I think in terms of the uh, Medellin corollary, this is the highest one up for me. As in the trailer looked good. It looked interesting, but. Knowing his past works, it could be like an absolute gong show. I mean, you take you take things like uh, like, you know, you got these three really strong actors, but oh boy, who knows what he'll do to them. Oh, boy. I want to read you my notes that I, I put down for glass. Sick. This trailer is awesome. I still hate and my chum on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, forgiven. Like you mentioned, you mentioned not to be like off off pod before this started, Leepok, that you had just started watching uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Are you going to deign to watch? The, like you're you're almost done season three. Are you going to deign to watch the M Night Shyamalan version of? Like like the last Airbender, like the one he tried to make. Are you going yeah. to deign to watch that? Yeah, I, I'm just gonna. I've seen enough crappy M Night Shyamalan movies mm. to know what he can do. I don't have to have something I just really you know started watching and kind of fell in love with be shat on right away. What? Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's not it's not shat on. Imagine your most favorite childhood memory. Imagine <laughs> someone went into your mind, grabbed it. And said, you love this. And then you went, yes. And then they crushed it. And ripped it out of your heart. Stomped on it. Spit on it. And then said, you're welcome. And just left. And charged you $10. Yeah. yeah. I will get my go- I'm going to get my goddamn $24 back, I swear to God. I, um, I use this as an example, and I've done it on this podcast like in live, basically. Um, where I said that... I've probably seen worse movies, but The Last Airbender hurts because it's for subject material that's particularly close to my heart because I love the show. Um, but I, and it's one of these things where I think we talked about it leading up to like Batman versus Superman and Justice League where it's like, they're going to do it to me again. They're going to take something I love and make me hate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, M. Night, or friggin <laughs> the Last Airbender, I'll say this. The Last Airbender is the only movie I was ever in attendance for where I vehemently yelled at the movie screen and nobody in the theater was pissed about it. And everybody was just like, Hey, he's right. (laughs) (laughs) This does suck. But like, you do need to like, 
you know, after after you soak it in, Lee Puck, you do need to watch the last Airbender because well, save it because we're eventually gonna do, uh, do a. Uh, is this like some sort of cult like initiation ritual? Where no, as soon as I watch it, like definitely... my eyes gonna glaze over, and then we're all gonna go murder M Night Shyamalan in his sleep? <laughs> Probably, but no. no the, the fandom has gaslit itself into believing it didn't happen. Yeah, but uh, we're we're definitely like we will do the last Airbender commentary track on this podcast, maybe for Halloween. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we, we will eventually, that will be, uh, uh, something that we have to do. Yeah, um, I need to be on that one. Are you convincing you to do Spider-Man oh, 3 yeah, commentary? I'm, yeah. I'm going, I'm going to be on that one, and I am not going to stop talking throughout the it's, entire movie about how horrible yeah, it is. If you just hear someone screaming in the background for an hour and a half, it's me. It'll be, it'll be the four of us plus Rob for that one, I would imagine. We'll, we'll definitely yeah. have drama. But yeah, I just, I mean... To scream into. Yeah, get like just getting back on topic. Like glass is like the last airbender is like like the like, glass is going to be the third movie M Night Shyamalan has made since Last Airbender, right? Like we're not that far removed from Last Airbender. I'm just like that's not. The, I don't think it's the third one. He made a bunch that just sucked and nobody saw. Like there was this one. Yeah, I remember like seeing the, the trailer or, trailer for yeah. where they were in this elevator. Devil. And the devil, yeah. Where it was a, yeah. yeah. They, like six people were trapped in an elevator, and one of them was Satan. That was the. That was yeah. It was like uh, which you know, one the of same them was... year as the Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh man. Just but Devil After Earth, the visit, oh, and then Earth, Split. And the then... I think was after Airbender. Yeah, I'm pretty sure After Earth is the only one that has a crack that that could possibly. I'm, I'm not sure what I After Earth because I, I never watched it, but. I'm pretty sure Last Airbender is like but eight the lead or some up, shit. The lead up towards Last Airbender is worse. Signs, the village, Lady in the Water, the happening. Like it just got yeah. progressively worse until the giant steaming pile, and then. You know, I think I, maybe I, maybe people are more excited about this because he has a really poor track record, but he managed to make two movies mm-hmm. that are watchable and exist in the same universe. So he's two for two. For yeah, and I, I, let's let's not dwell on other things. I really enjoy the fact that they're going this kind of route with, quote-unquote, their superheroes, where people don't believe it because, you know, they haven't had a giant wormhole open up in the sky and aliens come through. Um, and they're like, you know, this is a psychosis, people are going crazy like that's something that would happen in the real world like i enjoy what they're doing with it and i i think samuel jackson as mr glass is one of the greater characters he's ever done and it's uh, it looks good it looks really really good it looks well written it looks like it'll be a decent enough movie but uh, again it's, it's it's a trailer, so we'll see. Um, KB, where do you want to head next after Glass? <sighs> well, let's get it out of the way. Iron yeah. Fist season two. Um, okay. Boop boop. I'm 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 on I'm, I'm we're we're going. This is going to be like third in a row. I, I we had Aquaman on on a high alert red. Uh, Leapock uh, put uh, Glass on high alert red. I'm on high alert red for Iron Fist 2. I thought that was a fun trailer, and 
he was in the fucking Iron Fist outfit. He was just like they, like they they put him in the friggin' the friggin' skull cap and whatnot, and and it looked cool. And the guy who is directing this movie has obviously, based on the trailers, listened to the fan complaints of, hey. This is a character who was created in the 70s to take advantage of the fucking kung fu phenomenon that was going on. What if we actually choreograph some good fight scenes? <laughs> and it really seems like that's they're they're really gonna do that in 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 Iron Fist season two. So I am I'm on a high high red alert because because man Iron Fist was fucking I I'd watch honestly I would watch uh, Last Airbender three times in a row before I would whatever whatever however long I would have to watch Last Airbender to make it like equal the amount of time I would have to spend watching Iron Fist season two I would I would I would do that because Iron Fist now, season two was fucking atrocious. My issue I think with this trailer is other than you know what happened before. Season one ended with them going to Kunlung, and it's gone. And then they, I, this trailer kind of just breezes over that. I don't know if they're abandoning that idea, or if it'll come up in a later episodes, or what'll happen. It looks like Davos is going to be the main villain, because I think that's who he was fighting in the Kunlung scene. They were all bloody and stuff, which was pretty awesome. So, I'm tentative for this. I'm going to watch it because I'm a masochist and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it it didn't hit enough for me from what season one was to make people excited, I think, in my opinion – but no, I'd I'd agree with that. Yeah. But I like, for, I'm, I want them to succeed. Like I want the Marvel Netflix series to be good. I want this character to be good. And I, I mean, I really enjoyed his cameo in Luke Cage season two, as bad as that was. Mm. But I really enjoyed the, how they kind of flipped the switch on his character and made him a Danny Rand. I can kind of see from what I've seen and and red so if they can continue with that and not have him be some brooding loser like he was in the first one and kind of i don't know it's just i want to see it i want it to be good but like you said this is way red yeah the trailer for me i mean there, there was the uh flashback scenes where they were in the skull caps that was pretty rad it looks like it was some sort of like vaguely slow-mo uh choreographed actual kung fu scene um which is promising um but beyond that i didn't get a whole lot from the trailer um the thing that gives me the most uh promise for the new season going forward was the cameo in the season two luke cage where we got some decent Danny Rand and he wasn't annoying and he was fighting in a reasonable way and you know he was and you know it, it was a short cameo but what I got from I enjoyed it what I got from it was good and and what we're seeing in this trailer makes it seem like well he wasn't annoying in those two minutes either I don't know if that'll hold up over a 13 hour Netflix this season <laughs> but we'll see yeah I mean 
I will say it, it, it is the the first season was so bad that I I got hyped for this. Just it has to be should. better, right? <laughs> yeah, it just it can't possibly be worse, can it? Like just don't. Well, have Jessica Jessica, Jessica Jessica Jones season two begs to differ. Well, yeah. Jessica Jones season two was not it, like it, it wasn't that much better, but it was not worse than I mean they kind of run parallel, but I mean like fucking man, there's no way you know it, like. Is it, here, uh, like the easiest way to to have Iron Fist season two be just immediately better than Iron Fist season one <laughs> of the thirteen hours you have, don't spend six hours in fucking boardroom meetings with characters you don't give a shit about. Period. Right? <laughs> there, you, there you go. I, like I just and I'm not a writer. I just wrote Iron Fist season two to be better than Iron Fist season one. <laughs> Done. Instead. Um, have him go to a gala for six hours. I guess, but even a gala would be nice. You get to see people in nice suits having fun instead of people in nice suits just talking corporate espionage. With yeah, talking about accounting. Yeah, God, terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, it is funny, though, because, like, Miller's right. I mean, the best thing I can say about the Iron Fist 2 trailer is that it it doesn't look ferocious, right? <laughs> like, it's like, hey, it looks like we might actually have some fun this time around. Oh, yeah, if I, if I can get, like, a good solid 6 out of 10 season, I mean, I'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, just have good kung fu. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what are you going to do? It's a fucking, it's I characters... can forgive a lot of bullshit story and character motivation as long as there are good fight scenes in exactly. a kung fu pace series, you know? And, yeah, oh, God. No, and we, we got one in the first season. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we don't need to go back and, and hard. I'd even argue one and a half. Like it's not much. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Uh, so yeah, red alert for for Iron Fist season two. But uh, we 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 definitely think I'm gonna go on record saying that there's no way Iron Fist season two is worse than Iron Fist season one. It's just it's it's just not possible. And if it happens, I'll definitely come on this podcast and eat my crow. But yeah, Copa. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Christ, if it is worse than season one, then season one, then then, then I might just be done with the Netflix season. Uh, yeah, uh, Marvel Netflix because like, I'll, bl- I'll blow my brains out if if I have to watch thirteen hours and it's somehow worse than than Iron Fist season one. Uh, Miller, uh, go ahead and pick the next thing you want to talk about, and uh, yeah, I think I I think I know what you're gonna say, and I want it to be what I want it to be. So go ahead. Uh, should I scream it? Go ahead. Shazam! Alright, there it is. I actually thought you were going to go somewhere else with it, but I'm okay with Shazam. Um, oh, Alright, never mind. <laughs> no, no, that's fine, but like, it was one of two, and you picked one of the two, so... Um, I mean, it looked fun, right? <laughs> like, I don't, know, I don't know if him doing the floss is going to hold up in six months, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that same thing. But, like, yeah. my, my thought as soon as I saw him doing the floss was like, why don't you just have him doing Gungam style? <laughs> yeah, but, but like, yeah, again, that might be a thing that's not actually in the movie, and they might have just had it for the trailer now. Like, like we might not see him doing the floss six months from now when the movie actually comes out, because it'll be so fucking yeah. dated by that point, but... Uh... I watched the trailer with my daughter-in-law, that... and she was over overjoyed when she saw it yeah <laughs> sorry my stepdaughter <laughs> daughter-in-law that scene to me uh that scene to me harkens to they said hey zach be silly and he's like okay and did a bunch of silly stuff and then they took one and it's gonna ha- i think it's gonna be something like a comedy movie where they have a bunch of outtakes and they let them improv because i think that would be a good idea for this character yeah, there could have been like easily like forty minutes of usable footage from that one scene, and then they're just like, "All right, let's use this one for the trailer because it's still a thing now." And then in the actual movie, that we want to not be 
you know, a pile, we just won't include that part. We'll have him doing something else. Yeah, I mean, I just... It, it, it looked like a lot of fun. That's all I'm going to say. Like, it's just, it really looks like... And people were bagging on the... Uh, I mean, because there was all sorts of leak footage because they shot this movie in Toronto... Like, most of this movie in Toronto, right? Which they do with fucking, like, 90% of the films for tax purposes and whatnot. But... Um, and also, our city's much cleaner. Uh, yeah. But uh, it, like, like there, there were shots of him that they they shot in the winter, and it was just like people were making fun of the suit and how cheesy it looked and stuff. And I'm like, it should look cheesy. It should absolutely look cheesy because I was getting like uh, vi- when I when I when I watched that, I was I was like seeing Zachary Levi in that suit. I was getting. Um, Jingle All the Way vibes with, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of that play. But in a good way, right? Where it was just like, yeah, he's a fucking action figure. Come to life. And, you know, it's supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be if a 10-year-old boy got to be a superhero. It should look silly. I was going to say the exact same thing. He looks looks colorful. He looks bright. It is very much a 10-year-old's conception of what a superhero should be. Yes, it's what it should be. It's what Superman should be in these movies, right? It shouldn't be dark and brooding. Batman is the only one who should brood, for God's sake. And it's just, it's, it's like, Shazam is having fun, and we've got fucking Mark Strong is going to play Dr. Savannah, and, and, and like, like he's going to say Shazam a bunch and transform, and then <laughs> shit's going to happen. I really want this movie like, to be good. I fucking love Shazam. My favorite uh, scene one of the sorry, one of my favorite scenes from the trailer is when he's walking through. I don't, I don't know, it was a carnival or whatever, and Billy's walking through and he just goes, "Shit, damn!" I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just him walking around, the, going, "Your phone is charged. Your phone is charged." Yeah, and like, like, yeah, electrocutes the old man. He's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, it's just like we're having fun here. Like, like it's and I, great, right? I saw, I, I saw a lot of backlash online. So they're like, "What? It's just." big with a superhero i'm like that's what it is yeah exactly <laughs> yes 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 you absolutely be tom hanks and big yeah, but, two kids yeah. found a superpower in the woods and now they're just having fun <laughs> yes absolutely that's that's what the that, that's what and fucking in demon honshu is playing the the wizard for god's sake i'm like like i'm like yes to everything in this and and friggin like the stuff they were doing with freddie freeman is just great it was just great when he just like took his fucking uh uh his canes or whatever the heck they're called the walking helpers or whatever just was like beating that the shit out of that bully with them i'm like yes yes we're having fun here please please let this movie be good like uh, like let me ask you this miller would you rather have if you had to pick one one has to be a complete flop and is and is like you know on on bbs levels of bad and the other yeah. is somewhat wolverine adjacent or Wolverine Jace is somewhat Wonder Woman adjacent, or or just like a good superhero movie, and you had to pick between Aquaman and Shazam. Which way do you go? It's no question. <laughs> it's easily it's easily Captain Marvel. It's easily Shazam. I mean, I'm a much bigger fan of that character, and it's the Superman sort of vibe that I've always wanted from one of these movies. I I can't believe they're making a Shazam movie first of all, and I'm happy that it looks this good off the beginning. That said. It's still DC. This might be a high orange for me. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I don't. I don't want to say I'm in red. I, I'm definitely in orange because, like, the thing. The, the reason it's in orange for me as opposed to red is we. You know, I'm just arbitrarily making up colors. Is by the way. Um, I I would say the reason it would be orange as opposed to red for me is because they they have no reason to connect this to like their their DCEU or whatever they happen to be calling it these days. Because that's right. To, yeah. yeah. Right. Like they have no like it obvious. 
Like they'll be separate, at least for the time being. Yeah, like there'll be a PS scene that'll probably connect them at the end, and that'll be it, right? Like, there's no way yeah. for for there, there's no reason like he has to be, you know, doing this or doing that. It can just they can just have fucking Asher Angel and Zach Levi just being fun. In this well, movie. They, they can they can have a they can have a cute PS scene too, like they did at the end of Justice League. You know, as as bad as that movie was, they had the yeah. scene with the Flash and Superman doing the fastest man in the world race. Yeah, the PS scenes were actually the most fun i think in justice league because you had like yeah they did the fastest man in the world race with superman and the flash and then deathstroke showed up at the end on lex luthor's lot and it was like hey now right like stuff's kind (laughs) of happening here but uh, yeah yeah but the the thing for me that makes this it's a high orange because it's still dc and we've only seen two minutes of it and a lot of that two minutes might not even be in the movie Mm -hmm. uh like you were talking about the floss thing um but uh, what makes it not red is because uh, it feels like they have the tone down for what sort of movie we should be expecting here. And there might have been some misgivings, even given like the uh, Fantastic Bohemian Rhapsody Suicide Squad movie that we saw that felt like they had the theme down and then they kind of lost it. But uh, I, I have high hopes for um, at least the tone of this movie being you know bright and optimistic uh, the way that... Uh, I agree. So, well, let me ask you this, Lee Pock, because I'm I'm guessing you're not um, as familiar, like you're 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 not as familiar with either Aquaman or Shazam. Which of these two trailers got you more juice to see that their particular movie? Uh, Shazam. Okay. Definitely. I, Sh- yeah. Shazam looks it looks more interesting because it's a uh, not the exact same take of a wisecracking established hero Superman. Uh, I like the idea of a big. You know, but Superman, um, I think it looks funny and fun, which is, you know, exactly everything that you guys are saying now. It's it's just it looks silly and fun. And that is more what I would like to go see. It's yeah, I think that I think it could be really, really good. And well, OK, it's not going to be groundbreaking amazing, yeah. but man, could it be fun to go watch? Yeah, like, <laughs> I think like, if they if they use the formula of. Uh, a lot of Seth Rogen movies where they don't write a set script. They have just an idea of where they want to go. And in, in certain scenes, they just say, okay, have some fun. This is where we want the scene to go. Go. Make sure you hit these and three points. That, that, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, if they do that with the characters in this, I think it'll work out really well. I, I think I, I the ceiling for this movie is Guardians 1. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's what I'll say. I think I think the absolute ceiling that Shazam could reach is is would be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, where it could come out of nowhere and people would be like, "Oh, you know, I used to kind of I like I I, I sort of like Shazam or Captain Marvel whatever you want to call him." And uh Yeah, it's it's just it's just really weird to me that in 2019, we're going to have two movies that feature Captain Marvel and two movies that feature a villain named Minerva. <laughs> How far we've come. I seriously doubt it's going to be as good as Guardians 1. No, but, but like, that's... I agree that, that that's what it could... That's the like, ceiling, that is though, the, right? Yeah, and, oh, like, and the tone could very much hit that as well. Yeah. Even with, like, the Ronan the Accuser scenes, like, they could mm-hmm. go grim dark with the scenes of the villain and have it be, like, this tonal flip that keeps happening where... The main characters seem more fun because we're coming fresh off a scene with the villain. Yeah, which worked really well in Guardians 1. 
It did, despite that character, despite the villain having very little charisma. Like he was just kind of like, "I'm a bad guy, and I like genocide." Rawr, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest with ourselves. That's what the DC universe needs. That's what they've needed from the beginning. And yeah, I think the Guardians you know, uh, comparison's a good one. And if you know a lot about, even a little about the interactions between Shazam and Billy Batson and the Justice League, it's friggin' hilarious every single time. Yeah, I actually like that they uh, set up already that Billy Batson is a Superman fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, which would make total sense because he he like because Shazam has his hero has always been Superman and he's always wanted to emulate him. It's it's yeah. There's that great Justice League Unlimited yeah. episode where the he you know always idolized Superman but no more etc. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Absolutely. Um. All right, we we kind of got two trailers left to get through. And we're we're at the hour mark. Um, I think I'm gonna save the one that I think will generate the most for last, at, at least the most vitriol from you. All right, so so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say the, the next thing we should talk about is uh, the Fantastic Beast trailer, Miller. Yeah. Um, I. Yep. Really like this. I am really excited for this movie. I can't wait to go see it. I'm gonna go see it opening weekend with the wife. Of course. And the only downside I have to this movie is, like, I just, I I think it would be slightly better if it was anyone not named Johnny Depp playing the villain in this movie. I was going to say the exact same thing. That's all I got. That's the only If you can get over the the grain of uh, sand in this, (laughs) that Johnny Depp is still somehow allowed to have a career... Uh, then I'm very looking forward to this movie. Because, <laughs> like, I really liked Fantastic, and, and I'm not as deep into the uh, to the Harry Potter mythos as you are. But like, yeah. I watch I watched that mo- I watched that trailer, and I was like, holy shit, there's the Elder One. Yeah, holy- there are things that you can recognize. Yeah, I'm like, holy right? shit, there's the Elder One. Holy shit, there's the guy who invented the Philosopher's Stone showing up at the <laughs> end, and it's like, holy shit, there's the di- there's the 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 Deathly Hallows like symbol popped up like during the uh yeah. the end credits i'm like that's gotta mean something you know and like, yeah, it's in the right. it's in the text of the of the subtitle right right yeah and it, and it was just i'm just like yeah i'm like can't wait for this one it'll be it's, fun it's, it's, just... it's even the trailer is doing what i thought was very successful about the first movie which is to say that it's enjoyable at a face value you can enjoy it if you're a fan of the Harry Potter movies. You can enjoy it if you're not a fan of Harry Potter whatsoever. You can enjoy it if you're a fan of the Harry Potter movies and books, and there's something different for everyone. Like, there's... Even at, even at face value, if you're going in and off the street and you're like, I don't know what this movie is. I mean, if you're going to the sequel for Fantastic Beasts, I hope that you've at least seen the first one. That's a given, I should think. But um, if you're going to the first one, for example, um, you can understand what's going on and, and the sort of basics of this world um but the more you know about the universe the more that you can pick up and it it feels very easter eggy and it rewards you know careful watching um and and i'm happy to hear matt that you picked up like oh that's the elder one oh there's a hello symbol oh you know there's jude law as you know young dumbledore teaching the exact same you know, Bogart class that Lupin taught in the third movie, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they, that was the thing. I'll say, because, like, the way they opened that trailer, that actually had me worried for two seconds, because I, I thought that was a good scene in the trailer. 
But mm-hmm. when they showed young uh, Eddie Redmayne's character Newt, right? Like when they when they showed young him, I was like, oh my god, is this are they is Fantastic Beast going like even further back? And he's gonna be like kid Harry child, Potter yeah. the whole time, he's like thirteen years old. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, because I'm not big. At, uh, like I was like for half a second there, I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm in. You know, I'm not sure if I if I want a whole movie of young Newt Scamander, but it definitely doesn't look. <laughs> the like it's rarely going that seen way. prequel, prequel. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the thing, right? I was like, the yeah. thing that only Star Trek does. Yeah, we're gonna do the prequel, prequel, and I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'd be into that. But thankfully, the rest of the trailer reassured me that it's not gonna go down like that in this movie. So yeah, yeah I was I I'm very juiced for this movie, right? Like I I'm honestly very excited for for Fantastic Beasts too. Other than, and it's like I said, and I said this this exact same thing when we did our review of Fantastic Beasts, that in 2018 and beyond, valuing Johnny Depp over Colin Farrell is just incorrect. Like, that is that is 2002 thinking. That is not 2018 thinking. If, if that was caught, like, if Colin Farrell was still the bad guy in this and was just being awesome... Like this would be like a ten for me right now. I'm at like a like like a nine, I think, for this one. But I'd be at a ten if it was fucking Colin Farrell over Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's, like, it's one of those Depp things. It, it sucks to hell, but I mean, it, it it's bare saying. It's the one thing that's. I mean, I could love this movie, but Johnny Depp's in it, and unfortunately, that's always going to be the case. Yeah. God, what a par- what what a, God, what a complete parody Johnny Depp has become. God. Um, well, not even that. I mean, he's a straight-up wife abuser. <laughs> yeah, there's also that. I mean, that dude is a criminal and should not be allowed to work anymore. Yeah, there's also that. Um, His wife's an Aquaman. <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> Good honor. I, I hope. I really hope Aquaman works out. I really do. Not as much as... Like, if again, if I had to choose one, I'd choose Shazam. But if, if Aquaman can work out... If they can both work out... I want them all to work out. Let's let yeah. all these movies... Even Glass. I hate to break it to you. Even Glass, you guys. And <laughs> like, it, it's... Aquaman's not going to work out. I, I say it on every podcast where we talk about movies. I want every movie to be good. I don't ever want to pay for a movie or see it. or like I don't want to spend an hour and a half watching something that I end up not liking or even finding mediocre. Every movie should be good. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. Um, KB or Leapok, anything to add for Fantastic Beasts? Meh. Alright, fair enough. Sure. I, st- I saw... I saw Muggles, I saw Magic, I saw Hogwarts. Yeah, okay. It doesn't really excite me all that much. Yeah. I get, and what kind of bugged me was they're going back to the magic bureaucracy problem where Dumbledore can't. It, the problem when you have a Dumbledore character where they're more powerful than everyone else is you have to handicap them somehow and they're using the magic bureaucracy again does it oh dumbledore can't do this his hands are tied because we're magical bureaucracy it bugs me i don't like it like because when you're sitting there you're like why didn't dumbledore just kill them why well obviously he wouldn't kill them sorry why didn't dumbledore just fix it why didn't he go to this because of the magical bureaucracy okay well that's stupid because it's stupid well, unfortunately, just... KB, and I mean, I'm talking like as someone who's deep into the mythos, um, that's not the reason, but the real reason isn't something that they'll ever put on screen. And that's another sort of issue I have with this movie. <laughs> like, oh, Dumbledore they... loves Grindelwald. They yeah, are. Like, they, they, be, like, yeah, they yeah. were like gay lovers from when they were 18 years old. Yeah, that's and, the and thing. Not, and as much as J.K. Rowling can say, oh yeah, Dumbledore's gay, in like a 2005 interview or whatever it was, 
it's never going to appear on screen. It's never going to appear in a book, so it might as well not be true. Yeah, it bothers me. It bothers me, and then it's the sort of thing where they have to do the sort of like the uh, movie five storyline again, where it's like, well, we have to be good people who are moving illegally through a corrupt system. And I mean, that still works, but it's not. I mean, it's 2018. We should be able to have a you know, we should have let's have a gay Dumbledore, you know? Yeah, like that'd be like that would. I mean, like, there are some great gay characters out there. Like, the Ray is obviously awesome and whatnot. But, like, if... Yeah, if... If... Friggin' Albus Dumbledore... Because I, I know J.K. Rowling has, has said it, and it is a, supposed to be canon, but they've never, like, really... Yeah. The subtext it, is right? there, but yeah. it's, it's, it's never text, and that's the mm-hmm. issue. Like, we even see in the trailer that there's a scene of him looking at, like, the mirror of Arisat, and it's supposed to be, like, your heart's truest desire... And he's looking at Johnny Depp Grindelwald. Yeah, I don't. And it's I like, think, okay, well, is, I mean, that's do it in this flick. Fun. Like, if they do it in this flick, then then we're talking really good stuff here, right? Like, they won't. And they've already said they won't. Like, <laughs> it's not. Ah, that upset. I think if, they did, if they did, I think that would make that movie a lot more interesting. Yeah, that's, fucking go it, for it. it. The thing is, it's not. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, like, I agree, Lee Puck. I'm, I'm there, right there with you. Just fucking go for it, right? Yeah. Well, didn't they? Wasn't there some huge back? There was that gigantic back backlash in uh, the Beauty and the Beast live action one, where uh, what's his dead, name right? was supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, and like people like the Christian League or whatever was. Like, Fuck those guys. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, exactly. But I think that's the reason why it's stagnant is because there is such a large bigoted I'm audience like that. <laughs> Yeah, but I would bet that I haven't. I mean, I don't, I don't know numbers, but I would bet that Beauty and the Beast made its money. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> my personal like, like, okay, vocal minority, who gives a shit? <laughs> my my personal background to Beauty and the Beast is the fact that they, you know, cast someone who can't fucking sing a goddamn note to sing the play bell. Yeah, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> well, they do. Just fine. They do that a lot. Like, they second, do that like, a lot. Honestly, the first song started, and I had, like, as a musician, I had serious. I was angry, angry at the goddamn movie in the first five minutes. Literally, the first time that she opened her mouth, I turned to Liz and I was like, "Is she fucking auto-tuned?" And like, why would you? With my assertion that like the backup cast in that movie is spectacular, <laughs> but but like yeah, anyone who's a main character is kind of mediocre at best. She's so the good. The problem, the problem that they run in with the live action as opposed to the. Um, animated versions is you can switch up voice actors on the fly. Like if, if for example, in uh, Frozen, if Kristen Bell can't sing, well, then you just get the real singer to the song. It's not yeah, a big deal. But dumb. to have someone, yeah. lip- like well, I know. Well, if he thinks that she's lip singing, like no, it's dubbing it. You could do that in the live action one too. You know, someone who could sing a note. Like I, I, I got a lot of problems in the movie. Also, the fact that even during the first fucking course, they had three different pronunciations of the word bonjour. I was like, oh, does, is no one coaching this? Ugh, all right, I'm done. I'm just, no, yeah. just, like, <laughs> while we're fired up, why okay, don't we? Let's move on to the yeah. most horrendous trailer of yeah. the history of trailers. While we're, yep. while we're let me just uh, just get comfortable here. Yeah, while we're all on <laughs> it, because uh, there's gonna be some hot takes. <laughs> we're gonna try to keep this oh, one God. short because we're already at a fucking hour and fifteen for this podcast. Teen Titans. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not Teen Titans. Oh no! no. It's, uh, it's, Titans. it's Titans. Titans. Oh, okay. Well, let, let, let's, let's, never mind. let's break down this. Let's break this. Let's break down this trailer. Here's what I wrote. <laughs> We're edgy. We're edgy as fuck and dark. You remember Teen Titans Go? Fuck Teen Titans Go. Ours for Robin. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh boy. The, the opening of the trailer. Miller has Robin straight up murder at least three people. Yeah, it seemed like, like I, I don't think he did, but they definitely made it seem like he murdered. He shot his, he shot his, he shot his Gatling right in through his neck. Did he? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, know. Oh, it was right and then and then he he makes Buddy shoot his other buddies on the ground, and he snaps Buddy's neck when he steps on his face, and then he goes fuck Batman. Like holy crap, what are you doing? <laughs> As if anyone's left alive to hear him. <laughs> I just oh. really, like the f bomb threw me for a loop because like this this show is gonna be on like the fucking CW isn't it like I thought no, or, or it's, it was on like it's sci-fi launching, or some shit no it's only launching on their own website they have their own uh, service where you subscribe and you get it's like Netflix but it's for comics and their own stuff they're trying to launch it with this okay it is going to fail and it is horrendous Beast Boy looks horrendous. Raven doesn't either doesn't know or is hiding who she is, which is dumb. And it makes me feel like she's hiding it because she has the line of her mom says, "There's no such thing as monsters." Her mom literally had sex with a monster. <laughs> she had sex with Satan, with DC's like, version of Satan. Exactly. <laughs> and she's telling her daughter, who is half demon, that she, there's no monsters. Like what? 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 <sighs> When people first saw pictures, they were like, oh, they're giving Dick Grayson um, the boy staff. Look, boy looked good, and, though. Bre- like, Brenton Thwaites, oh, or however you pronounce yeah. that, boy looked good. Like, of all this, you get, like, you get, like, all the shit you can heap on this trailer, that boy looked good in the fucking, yeah. in the fucking Robin outfit. And I mean, if that's what they're going for, he's nailing the performance fine. Like, I didn't have a problem with the acting. I had a problem with the writing and the lighting and and yeah, the story. Dark. Yeah, necessarily yeah. dark in this way. It's not even dark. Like, it isn't... Okay, it's unnecessarily graphic. Like, clearly they're just trying to go as edgy as possible. And it's like... And Robin steps on his face and breaks all his teeth out. And just, like, every scene was, like gory kind of like it just seems just way too shoving in your face look how edgy we are it looked it looked like the watchman almost yeah i was gonna say it feels like Zack snyder by way of mark miller uh doing a fan edit of a trailer yeah yeah it did look a great point miller it did look like it looked like someone like photoshopped okay well let's make her hair red and her eyes are glowing now that's pretty cool okay this guy's green i guess right okay and then she's got purple hair done we're done (laughs) yeah i mean and like this was actually a trailer for like the hours that they just spliced together with a lot of it feels like it's like okay well we cut together all these shots from like i don't know riverdale or something like that and color people's hair differently and uh we got one guy to wear a raven uh, a robin costume that he and made don't for forget me. all the crunching noises which everyone can make by breaking celery in front of a microphone oh yeah definitely i've done it live on this podcast yeah. <laughs> and 
fuck. And, like, Dick Grayson's not that guy, right? Like, if it was Jason Todd, you know, like, if they said, okay, we're... Damian we're, Wayne. Or Damian yeah, Wayne. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly, like, what I, that's yeah, exactly what like, I texked you. Right? They, like, they made Dick Grayson, and they, they took Dick Grayson's backstory and gave it to Damian Wayne. And like, yeah, and oh, it's like, you don't fuck. have to... Yeah, and, like, you don't have to have it be Dick Grayson, right? Like, if you want to go edgy, like, fucking make... Have it be Damian Wayne. And Damian Wayne would actually go, fuck Batman. Or, or like fuck my dad, right? Like, and it yeah. just, and it just, it, it, it man, it, uh, God. I mean, I'm still gonna give it a shot because I fucking love the Teen Titans, and I hope to God that the, this trailer is is the worst part of the Teen Titan of the, of the Titans experience, which you know, it's possible. It's possible that that's true. It's possible that us sitting here on this podcast right now complaining about what it, of the trailers we've talked about, this is easily the worst of the trailers. I will say that apparently in uh, in the, at the end of the Teen Titans Go movie, there's a PS scene that teases that Teen Titans might be coming back, like the Cartoon Network series from the early 2000s. Um, so that I might get go, rebooted. Yeah, I gotta go see Teen Titans Go. But, um, man, the friggin'... I mean, Minka Kelly, she looked good as fucking Dove in, in the thing. It, it, it looked all right, and that's the second fucking Friday Night Lights reference we get to make on this podcast, which, you know, I'm, I'm all for. <laughs> Um, Can't lose. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt on this Starfire look that they got going here, but ooh, it looks photoshopped. Yeah, it, it like, looks it horrible. Looks, it looks yeah, really it looks bad. like you it's, put it's so much just After Effects. Yeah, and, and like I defended it like five or six months ago when the photos of Anna Diop came out and she looked like you know. I don't know. She looked like club trash, I guess. And I was just, then people were like, she looks like club trash. And I was like, it's a fucking shot of her, you know, in the streets on like shooting this. Like they're going to, there's going to be tons of post post production and stuff. Let's not pretend like this is what the final look is going to be like. And so far they've proved me wrong on that one. Right. Where I'm just like, how's, on. how's that crow taste? It's like, well, it's, not, it's not even crow. It was just like, I, I, I stood up for, it's like, come on, yeah. like, like, like don't fucking judge it before it's a finished product, which I, I stand by that defense, which you should never do. Oh, of should, course. Right. Of course. Like it's, it's not a finished fucking product. So don't just jump down. It's fucking dick. Uh, like right away. Wait till it's finished. But now that we've seen some finished product, I'm like, oh yeah, that doesn't look great. <laughs> I'm like, boy, that doesn't look great. Somebody made this trailer and said, yeah, that's a good representation of what this show is. Yeah, I mean, I know, I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm, when they made it gritty, I was just like, oh god damn it, and just like the whole like fuck Batman became a meme for like for like a week and a half there when that trailer yeah, was yeah. and it was just like oh my good god in heaven it, yeah this ain't your daddy's Batman yeah it's just like so unnecessary too but like you know we can we can we can hang on the good stuff, which is he looked good in the Dick Grayson outfit. Hawk and Dove looked pretty cool, even though they it seemed like they were like slicing fucking hamstrings and stuff <laughs> yeah. like, like, the entire time, making it impossible. I'm like, wow, Hawk and Dove are like like what the fuck are they doing? That's not one of these guys are. Yeah, what are you doing? They're, they're usually so friendly. <laughs> it's just like, it's, they're they're like like slicing Achilles, and it's like you'll never walk again, will you? Now it's like, oh my lord, what is happening? And then. Yeah, and just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it was not a trailer that made me juiced for, for, for this show. I got, I gotta say. I, I honestly think that I, they're not gonna be able to translate Beast Boy. I don't think it'll work. 
for they didn't even have him transform in anything really in this, and he just looked horrendous. They couldn't it just have a human increasingly green. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I know, and it's just oh. It looked like fucking reboot. <laughs> I wish it looked yeah, like he a reboot. Did look a little dot, <laughs> he did look a little dot matrix esque, which uh, oh, at some point we've got to we've got to do like a nostalgia critic style review of that of that reboot show, that live action oh. reboot show. Miller, yeah, yeah, so, I don't know so if you've seen that. We don't need to go off. Beast Boy is to Enzo what what yeah. this Beast Boy is to Matrix. <laughs> yeah, like oh god, I mean I don't. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, I just Titans, man. Of 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 everything that we've discussed today, Titans, I was by far the most. I found the most troublesome based on. Dude, that was the last one I watched. I'm like, fucking really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I just. I mean, the action looked good. I, I mean, I, it didn't look. It looked yeah. better than, right. Like it looked good. I could see it. <laughs> trying to find positives here, but like, yeah, the lighting and, and whatnot. I'm in. If, if it was different character maybe I think, like it I think it could work like it's not that it can't work like this type or style of show that they're going for would could absolutely work but when you're taking the Dick Grayson character and just kind of erasing it and making it your own it just seems off and weird and like a slap in the face like it just uh, like here. Here's I. Here, here's the question I'll ask. I'll I'll I'll, I'll pose it to you three guys. Um, if this Titan show is supposed to take place in the DC EU, are 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 we are we shocked that this version of Dick Grayson is who would have been trained by Batfleck? <laughs> Like, are, mm. are we shocked by that? Right? Like, uh, it's tricky. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I, it's, because it's, on one hand, like, the, um... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not rough. a good trailer. It's not a good trailer. Like... Because it feels like these characters, especially, like, Batfleck, will talk out of one side of the mouth and then, you know, act out the other. You know, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing, where he's only talking about, like, his idea of justice and so on, and he just straight up, straight up murders some folks for no good goddamn reason. When does this show come out? Because the four of us should absolutely watch the tra- watch the pilot and then come back and review the pilot. Um, it seems like December, so it's it's really going to be late in this year. So, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll I don't know. Go. I mean, is is it going to be uh, Matt? You'll you'll know this. Um, what are your feelings on how this is going to be versus uh, season one of Krypton? I also, um, <laughs> I think the odds are high that this will be more entertaining than than, <laughs> than the season. Like, yeah, it seems like less better, better, better I'll sleep is not through this. <laughs> yeah, like better is not the word I'll use. Like, I yeah. certain I certainly won't use the word better. But more entertaining, and I'm saying that based on the titles I am currently reading. Like, here are the titles that they have for the for the nine episodes that they've made, Miller. Okay. Titans. Sure. Hawk, Hawk and Dove. Yep. Starfire. Rachel, which I don't. Rachel, take that one and leave it. <laughs> Rachel. But episode. <laughs> but here, here are the two that caught my eye. Episode five is called the Doom Patrol. 
Which, okay. yeah, yes, absolutely, you have Beast Boy in your show. Do the fucking Doom Patrol. And episode 7 is called Jason Todd, Miller. Ooh. So, you know, that intrigues me a little bit. Uh, that, that could be interesting if you have, like, Red Hood as the villain for this season. A little bit. A little bit. So we'll, we'll, Because then you probably set yourself up for the Batfleck cameo, too. Yeah, little, little... We'll, we'll check back in on on we'll, we'll check back in on Titans. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully. God that, damn it! You're right. That is intriguing. Yeah. Hopefully this. <laughs> so tra- Hopefully this trailer is that we got is the worst part of. of I was gonna say, Titans. is this the reverse Medellin Corriere where like they just put together a terrible trailer for something that is kind you of. You know, I I actually thought that maybe they there is actually a decent show there, and they're like, okay, they so just put together a super how do, how do we get something? How do we pique people's interest? How do we get people hooked? Oh, let's put all of the most violent stuff with some really over the you know top effects, and then yeah. we'll you know hook all these like you know whatever teenagers to to love our show because we're gonna be so you know cool and edgy, and they're like, all right, let's do it, and then the, maybe there's an actual show there. Episode though. Episode nine Miller is called Donna Troy, who's fucking oh. Wonder Girl. All right, yeah, so, okay. Like, here we go. <laughs> all right, right, all right. <laughs> like here we go. I'm just I'm just saying like. I... Uh, Maybe I'm like Leepock. I'm thinking you're right, where it's like the reverse. Like maybe we're getting worked. Like it's wrestling, right? Where they're just like, <laughs> well, like what, what, like what trailer could we put together that'll generate the most buzz and the most talk, be it negative, because you know, like there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Like, no, like yeah. so how do we get, get all these talking, fucking birds angry? <laughs> yeah, how do we get people talking the most and, and and get them get them talking for a while about how it, which is just have a really another weird, big thing is. Maybe they're thinking, how do we differentiate ourselves from every other yeah. DC movie out, you know, DC and like show like this? And maybe they're like, hey, uh, you know, what was the uh, everyone's favorite episode from that Daredevil show on Netflix? That was pretty good. Oh, remember when Punisher killed like fifteen guys in the hallway? All right, let's just yeah, do a show right. like that. <laughs> do that, and then how are we really gonna like? And what what two were or like what two words can we have that'll stick? in everybody's craw for like six months till this episode actually show actually debuts. Yeah, I know. I Let, up. Let's have Dick Grayson just go fuck Batman. There's there's no, <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing else we can do, right? Like Yeah, I'm not picturing a bunch of like six year old white men in a boardroom and one of them just like slams his hands on the table and goes, We need to make a meme. Now what is a meme? Yeah, what is a meme? <laughs> what are these memes we keep reading about? <laughs> right? This yeah. is exactly hello fellow adults. Right. <laughs> or no, fellow no. children. Yeah, they- like what are we up to fellow youths or whatever, <laughs> fellow young people yeah so i i don't know i just i have a i have a weird <laughs> inkling that like I'll, I'll say like just reading the titles of the episodes that are supposed to exist on on wikipedia for the titans got me far more juiced for the series than that's what i'm saying you telling me that made me angry because i was prepared to never look at this again yeah (laughs) and now all of a sudden it's like wait doom patrol jason todd donna troy i'm in another dragon back in all right now thinking of that if this trailer the opening part of the trailer is at the very end of the series and they're playing it it off as a similar style to um, the Batman Beyond movie where Grayson cracks and has to kill the Joker because he's been tortured. I'm down with that. Yeah, Nikuna. As long as if they can spin the spin the web, right? Like it's just yeah. It'll so maybe this tri- uh, that's such an interesting point that you guys made. I think if 
if they can manage to do that, like if they start and it's all airy fairy happiness and they all kind of get together and it starts off as not as dark and grim and then it starts to slowly fade into that. And the la- imagine the last thing Dick Grayson says after he's been beaten and tortured and Batman left him to the wayside because he had to kill to get out of a situation. To, for him to say, fuck Batman after that, absolutely. I can see that if you're going to go that way with the character. And he goes the way of Red Hood. <laughs> yeah. E- yeah. Here, or Red X or whatever you want to. Yeah. If, if I was going to sell you guys on this... According to Wikipedia, half of the episodes of this team of this Titan show have been written by Jeff Johns and Greg Berlanti. Fuck. Right? Like if I was God gonna, damn it. Like if I was gonna sell you guys on this. Now, the flip side of that would be a few of them have been written by Akiva Goldsman, who did write Batman and Robin, right? So like, uh, So there's that. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna mention the good, I'll also give you the bad. So like like let's Let's just wait till we actually fucking watch Titans, is, is what I'll say. But, uh... The, yeah, I don't the know trailer, what to think anymore. This trailer... <laughs> trailer awful. I don't know what to think of The trailer is fucking awful. I think we can all agree that, that that was a bad trailer that would not get you juiced whatsoever for, for this show. Um, alright, we're an hour and a half into this podcast, and I, I still have, like... I, I've only got about half of the stuff that came out on Comic-Con crossed off. So, with your guys' permission, would you, the three of you guys like to reconvene with me next week to talk about the rest of what happened at Comic-Con and, and what I want to go over? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. All right. If, if we can do that. Lee Pock, you in? Sure. All right. So, so we'll, we'll make a date for, for next week, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about the rest of stuff and, and whatever else happens to go on in the next seven days. I'm sure there'll be some other stuff, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, the crossover podcast uh, discussing the trailers for upcoming movies and shows that we saw at uh, that came out of Comic San Diego Comic Con this year. Um, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. We're going to try to get on Stitcher soon enough. I just got to figure that shit out. And, uh, yeah, and uh, if you have any emails you want to throw at us, uh, contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com is our current email address. Um, Miller, Kyle Brown, Lee Pock, thank you for coming on this week and discussing Comic-Con trailers with me and whatnot. That was some good stuff there. I'm, I, I, I can't believe I twisted myself on the Titans show after, <laughs> like, reading their... their it's like okay, okay. There's just definitely like we managed to swim through that awful trailer and and think, hey, maybe this might be good. So, you uh, see, we don't always shit on everything, guys. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, we, we really well we, we, we try not to shit on everything on this podcast. I, we really do. We really make a conscious effort to, oh. to not just come on and be fucking comic book guy, right? My, go, my favorite example was during our three hour Batman versus Superman <laughs> podcast, where I'm like, all right, let's start. Let's start kind. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Let's talk about the four things we did like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I've said this before on this podcast. You could watch the shittiest movie of or, or TV show or whatever of all time, and if you can't find at least one thing that you like about it, then you're just a miserable bat. <laughs> yeah, the you're just a miserable a bastard, right? Like, yeah, like... Even even in Last Airbender, uh, you know, you, you can watch that and be like, well, they got the costumes, right? You know? No. <laughs> right? like, <laughs> like, the programs no. were really easy to read. Exactly, <laughs> right? Leap the right? legend was great. 
Oh, man. Like, yeah, if you, like I said, if you can't find at least one thing you like, you're just a miserable fucking individual. So, yeah, that's it. So, um, the four of us will reconvene next week, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more nerd stuff, because I really want to discuss the Batman animated series being on Blu-ray in October. So, uh, there's that. And uh, we're going to continue with... Uh, Rob's going to come on soon. We're going to get Rob to do his uh, episode of the Batman animated series, commentary series, so uh, I said series twice in the same sentence, but whatever. I'm fucking tired at the end of an hour and a half podcast. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, well, Rob's going to come on and do his episode, and also uh, Mac and I are going to be back. We're going to uh, do uh, mid-August. We're going to do our SummerSlam preview, because that's shaping up to be a fucking wild event. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk to you next week on the Crossover Podcast, and thank you very much, you guys, for doing this with me this week. Yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Crossover.